You're listening to the RUF at UT podcast. You're never so bad that you're beyond the reach of God's grace. And you are never so good that you're beyond the need of God's grace. For more information, go to www.utk.ruf.org. We have two children. Um, we have a daughter, Zoe Kate, who is going to be eight next month in September. If you're a freshman, you can come to our house and meet her. And we have a son. His name is Reed. He's five and a half, and you'll get to meet him as well. And uh, I wanted to begin by sharing you a story about my son, Reed, of um, something that happened this summer. Uh, maybe about a I don't know, a number of weeks ago, we went down to Chattanooga for a wedding. A good friend of ours was getting married, and her name is Kelsey Vaughn. Some of you might know her. She was the RUF International intern here at UT for several years. She was uh, Reed's kind of regular babysitter. So our son and Kelsey kind of got to be good buds, and Kelsey asked her and our daughter if they would be in her wedding and like be the, like the flower children, you know, whatever, so like, so her, so, so we drove down to Chattanooga, uh, our children did the little flower thing, and then they come, and they sit in the pew with us, it was a beautiful wedding, we loved watching it, and being a part of it, and uh, our kids didn't really know what was going on, and then on the way home, driving back to Knoxville, our son, who's in the back seat, goes, hey mom and dad, when's the wedding, like, when is Kelsey getting married, and we're like, bud, like, that's what that was back there, that was the wedding. And he bursts into tears and he melts down and he's like hysterically sobbing. And, we're, and I'm driving, I'm like, bud, like, what's going on? Are you like, what's going on? And in between sobs, he's able to like get out the words, I thought I was going to marry her. <laughs> and we're like, Oh, buddy. (laughs) You thought when she asked you to be in her wedding, you thought she meant to, like, be in her wedding. I mean, can you imagine? We were driving down in Chattanooga. He was thinking, this is my wedding day. (laughs) He had... He had overinflated and very bad expectations, and so he was severely crushed. And so I begin that way because I want to take uh, a chunk of the night tonight before school starts to set your expectations about what RUF is so maybe you won't have the same reaction of being severely crushed by what in the world this thing is. And I want to do that tonight by uh, just looking at a brief little passage that I included in your bulletin. A little, one of my favorite little passages to talk about what RUF is out of John chapter 1. And we're going to just use this little story as a springboard to talk about what this thing is that you're a part of, at least tonight. So let me read it. Let, let's look at verse 43. I don't, even ha- I don't have my, like, I don't have a bulletin. Can I borrow a bulletin? You are so kind. Thank you. Thank you. I'll give it back. Verse 43, I'll start here, and I'm going to be brief. We normally sing more songs, but it's hot up in here, so we are going to speed this along so we can go outside and hang out. Verse 43, 
The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee, and he found Philip, and he said to him, follow me. All right, we'll stop there. Uh, Jesus uh, initiates this relationship with this guy named Philip. He approaches him, and he says, follow me. And we know that Philip, for whatever reason, is compelled to do so. He begins following him, and you know this from the next verse. Look at verse 44. Now, Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael, his buddy Nathanael, and he said to him, We have found him of whom Moses and the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. So, like, Philip is, like, kind of geeking out over Jesus. He's really excited. You you know when you um, find a show on Netflix or you find a podcast that you're really into and you just obnoxiously tell everybody they have to watch it, they have to listen to it? This is kind of what Philip is doing. He's so captivated by Jesus. He's like, Nathaniel, dude, you, Jesus is awesome. You've got to come check him out. Now, Nathaniel doesn't have the same reaction. Look at verse 46. Nathaniel said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? He's just, like, not impressed. He's not into the Jesus thing. The Jesus thing's kind of weird to him. He's got questions. He's, he's skeptical. But that does not throw Philip off. What does Philip do? Philip just says to him, come and see Come and see. What in the world would that little story have to do? Thank you. Would have to do with uh, RUF? Well, that's what I want to try to do tonight. I want to try to answer three quick questions based off of this little story. The questions are: Why does RUF exist? Why are we here on campus? Number one. Number two. What type of community do we want to be? Do we hope to be? And then number three: How can you get involved? So let's just do those one at a time. First of all. Um, why does RUF exist? Why is this group here on campus? And here's, here's the reason. It's because we find Jesus supremely beautiful. That's why we're here. We're, we're kind of like Philip. We have found Jesus to be intellectually compelling. We have found him to be existentially satisfying. We think he really is the, the, the key that unlocks the meaning of life. Who he is and what he has done on the cross what he is doing in renovating all things, and what he will one day do in terms of making the world right and good again. That's the reason why we get out of bed in the morning. Now, you may have the same reaction as Nathaniel, where you're like, that sounds really bizarre. You find Jesus beautiful? That's weird. And that's okay. If, if that's where you are, and that's what you feel, like that really is okay. We, we want to respond like Philip and just simply say, your, your issues and your questions and your skepticism are actually very real and very legitimate. And we want to give you space to process those questions and ask those questions. And really to do what Philip did, to invite you to just come and see who Jesus is. No like bait and switch, no tricks, just check, check him out for yourself. And I, I use this illustration almost every year. It's one of my favorite ways to kind of start a semester. So I'm going to do it again. But imagine tomorrow you check your mailbox and you have a letter from the UT registrar's office and you open it up and on official UT letterhead, you get this letter that says, congratulations, you have just been randomly selected to receive the Neeland Haslam Scholarship. That's only given out once every 50 years to one student, and you're that student. And you keep reading, and you understand that the, they start laying out the nature of the scholarship is that uh, you, you can forego going to all of your classes for the rest of your college career, and you will graduate with a degree, with an honors degree. And 
You, do, you can still be a part of college, though. You can still hang out with your friends. All expenses paid. All of your meals will be taken care of. All of your housing will be taken care of. And when you, quote, graduate, you will be set up with a job in any field and with any company that you want. You'll be set up for your career. Now, if you were to read this, you would think, wait a second. This sounds like that made-up scholarship the RUF guy was talking about. <laughs> And so here's my question. What would you do? Would you just crumple it up and throw it away? Wouldn't you at least ask somebody, send an email to somebody, say, is this legit? What is this? Wouldn't, if, because here's the thing. If it's true and you didn't ask any questions, you have completely blown it. You better ask questions. You better figure out if that thing is legit and real or not and not just doubt whether or not it's true. You better know whether or not it's true because the stakes are too big. The same way as with Jesus. His claims are so big, you better not just doubt whether or not he's legit, you better know whether or not he's legit. He claims to be God in the flesh. He claims to be the one that you were made for. He claims that you will find no forgiveness and no freedom in this life apart from him. Those are big things to say. You better not just doubt whether or not that's true. You better know whether or not that's true, which means you have to investigate. You have to come and see. You have to ask questions. You've got to explore. And that's why we're here. That's why we exist. We really do think Jesus is beautiful, but we know that not everybody does. But we want to be a place where you can come explore. Come and see. So that's who we are. That's why we are. That's why we exist. We find Jesus beautiful. What, second question, what type of community do we want this to be? And I think what we want this community to be is really captured in those three words, come and see. That is at the heart of what we want RUF to be. And if you think about it, there's, I've thought of four implications of those three words. Here they are quickly. The first implication of being a come and see kind of community is that we want to be hospitable. We want to be a hospitable community. We're, we're saying come, which means uh, it doesn't matter what you believe. Come, just come and see for yourself. RUF is not a Christian club on campus. Not everybody in this room is a Christian. Not everybody in this room believes the same thing about Jesus. Not everybody in this room believes the same thing about the Bible. That's okay. We're a Christian ministry on campus, which means you don't have to be a Christian to be a part of this community. You don't have to know anything about the Bible to be a part of this community. You don't have to vote a certain way. You don't have to live a certain way. To say come and see means that we're open and hospitable to anybody to come and explore uh, the truth claims of Christianity uh, with us. RUF is a place where you can belong even if you don't believe. You may say, I'm coming, I came to RUF because I heard there'd be donuts afterward. Awesome. So glad you're here. You may say, hey, I heard there were hot dudes that go to RUF. I hope you meet one. This is awesome. So glad you're here. We want to be a hospitable community. That's, that's, that's number one. Number two is we want to be a safe community. A safe community. I want RUF to feel more like the waiting room of a, an ER than the waiting room of a uh, job interview. And what I mean by that is if, you, if you've ever been in the waiting room of a job interview, the, the pressure is on. Everybody um, is putting their best foot forward. You gotta, you gotta, you're trying to be impressive. And so, uh, uh, if you're anything like me, sometimes you've been around cri- some Christian communities or some churches or some ministries where it feels like there's a lot of pressure to be buttoned up. 
There's a lot of pressure to have a certain type of personality. There's a certain pressure to have a certain level of enthusiasm. Or a certain t- you have to be something that you're not. And we, we don't want that to be the case here. We want this to feel more like the waiting room of an ER, which means uh, if you're in an ER and you look at everybody in the room, you know that they, everyone in that room is sick and we all need the same thing. We all need a doctor. We want this to be a place where it's okay for you not to be okay. For you to really come in and say, and to recognize everybody in this room is a mess, just like me, and we all need the same thing. This is why Philip says, come and see. He doesn't say, go and see. He doesn't say, hey, you need Jesus, and I don't. He's over there, good luck. He says, no, come. We need, we need, to, we need the same thing. I need the same thing you need. We both need him. So we want to be a safe community. Third thing, we want to be a biblical community. And if you look at it, it seems that Philip seemed to believe in Jesus because the Bible uh, pointed to him. In verse 45, Philip is like, uh, Jesus is the one that Moses and the prophets wrote about in the Bible. So when Philip is inviting Nathaniel to come and see Jesus, he's inviting him to explore who Jesus is in light of what the Bible says about him. So everything that we do in RUF is going to be kind of rooted in the Bible. On Tuesday nights, I'm going to sit up here and open up the Bible, and we're going to talk about it and says, talk about what it says about Jesus. In our small groups, we're going to open up the Bible and talk about what it says about Jesus. That's kind of what we want to be. Of course, I know not everybody believes the Bible. Of course, you have tons of questions and issues with the Bible. Again, it's great. Come and see. Number four. The other kind of community uh, that we want to be is a missional community. Philip, he was outward-facing. He moved towards his friend because he loved his friend, and he wants his friend to know Jesus. In the same way, we want to be an outward-facing group that moves towards the university because we love the university and we want the university to reflect the love of Jesus. Which means RUF really does exist for the university. We are, we're going to say this over and over. We, we exist as a community because we want to learn how to love God, love each other, and love the University of Tennessee, where God has put us. Most students relate to the university like an amusement park, like Dollywood. You know, if, you ever, if you ever go to Dollywood or an amusement park, you show up, you enjoy some rides for a while, you throw up a couple times, and then you leave. And you're kind of done. And that's how a lot of people relate to UT. You show up, you enjoy the ride for a little bit, throw up a couple times, make some friends, get a degree, and you're like, peace, I'm out. And rather than be a community that uses this place, we want to be a community that invests in this place. Wouldn't it be awesome? If UT as an institution reflected the kingdom of God more and more because of this little weird, hot, sweaty community <laughs> of RUF, we want to see UT become more beautiful. We want to see it become more diverse. We want to see it become more just. We want to see it more committed to truth. That's, that's the kind of community we want to be. Uh, hospitable, safe, biblical, missional. Now, You may be thinking, I don't want any part of this. Stop talking so I can stop sweating. Okay, I'm almost done. Um, So glad you came. Thanks for checking us out. You're always welcome to come back anytime. Doors always open. Uh, But if your interest is piqued at all and you think, man, I would like to be a part of a community like that. I don't know what it would look like to be a part of a community like that. Well, how can you get involved? Last question. Lots of ways you can get involved, and here's how I want to conceptualize it for you. I want you to think about a house party. 
you go over to your friend's house. A lot of, they're having a party. There's a lot of people in the house. You can hear the music from the street. There's a lot of cars lining up and down the street. When you walk into the house, there's tons of people jam-packed in the living room, and they're talking or dancing or whatever kind of party, I guess, depending on the party. Uh, there's a lot of people in the living room. Now, you can get into the center of the action and have fun with all the noise and all the energy, or if it's too overwhelming, you can stick to the side of the wall and just kind of observe everybody like a weirdo. And um, that, the living room kind of represents Tuesday night, kind of represents this, the thing you're in right now. It's loud, it's hot, it's a little overwhelming, and you can get in here and you can meet a lot of people, have a lot of energy, and it's going to be fun. Or if you're like, this is too overwhelming, you just want to hug the wall and just look and duck out early. doesn't matter. You're still a part of the party. You're still here. That's kind of Tuesday nights. And every, every Tuesday night this semester, what we're going to do <coughs> is we are, um, thank you. Sorry. I'm always, I'm always a little too loose at the beginning of the semester. I'll straighten up next week. Um, what we're going to do this semester in RUF is we're going to explore what the Bible has to say about our relationships. How do we relate to God? How do we relate to our parents? How do we relate to each other in the way that we date? How do we relate to marriage? How do we relate to sex? It's going to be a fun semester. Um, I, I wanted to call the series Relating, Dating, Mating, and, and Procreating. <laughs> I feel like my wife probably shut that idea down, like, Matt, you cannot do that. So that's what we're going to do every Tuesday night. You're always welcome. Come on back. Next week we'll be at Cox Auditorium down the hall, not in here. Hopefully the AC will be on. Um, now go back to my house metaphor. Let's say you leave the living room and you go into the kitchen. Inevitably the kitchen, people kind of congregate in the kitchen of the house. It's a little quieter. There aren't as many people in there. And you can actually have like a real meaningful, deeper kind of conversation in the kitchen. That kind of represents what our community groups are. It's not loud. It's not crazy. It's, it's a smaller venue for you to have a, a chance to grow deeper in your connection to each other and to grow deeper in your exploration of your faith in the Bible. We're going to roll out an entire buffet of community group options next week, but just know that's going to be an option, a way for you to get plugged in. In fact, it may be one of the best ways for you to really form meaningful connections with each other in this room. It's hard to meet people in a room like this. It's just too overwhelming. But in a small group, you can. So that's the kitchen. Go back to the house. Now, what if you, what if you leave the house and you go into the backyard? There's a lot of people in the backyard, but it, it feels more open. There's a breeze. It's nice. You're outside. I'm really stretching this metaphor with, with this one. But um, that kind of represents our conferences. You're away from campus but you're still a part of the party. This is the outdoor, what I'm doing here? Yeah. Now, conferences are one of the best things that we do. You heard it announced. Fall conference is coming up September 28th through the 30th. It is going to be at this amazing summer camp just south of Asheville, North Carolina. We'll bring 150, 160 of y'all down with us. Please put it on your radar. It's going to be incredible. We're going to watch the UT game there. It's an away game, so don't worry about that. Now, if you go back to our house metaphor, what are other ways you can get involved? What if you got on the roof of the house? Okay, the, I've, I've, I've exhausted the metaphor. Um, there's, there are other ways for you to get involved, though. There's going to be service opportunities for you to get involved in. 
we go on mission trips that you can get. You can join us and do um, cool things with us in that way. Uh, we throw we throw parties. We're throwing a big party this Sunday. Uh, Redeemer is really kind of throwing this big party for us. This big welcome back to school barbecue. Hope you can make it. There's going to be snow cones and cotton candy and popcorn and all kinds of stuff. Uh, we have dinners. We throw dinners. The freshman dinners coming up at our house. There's lots of different ways and avenues for you to get hooked into and connected to this thing that we are. So, I'm done. Why does RUF exist? Because we find Jesus supremely beautiful. Uh, What type of community do we want this to be? We want to be a community that is hospitable and safe and biblical and missional. And how can you get involved? Think about the house. Living room, large group. Kitchen, small group. Backyard, conferences. On the roof, everything else. So I, I'm done. I'm going to pray and we're going to sing one last song and then we're going to leave and go eat donuts. But I want to sincerely invite you to come and be a part of this community. I want to invite you, really more importantly though, to come and see who Jesus is. To see how he might speak into your relationships and how you actually live your life. Uh, to not just make assumptions about faith in the Bible based off of how you grew up or what your parents think or what your friends think or what the church maybe you're connected to back home or whatever, but to explore it for yourself. Come and see. So I want to invite you to come back next week as we begin to explore what the Bible has to say about our relationships in Cox Auditorium. Let me pray and we'll sing one more song. Father, thank you so much for these folks, these new students these returning students, thank you that you have given them. Um, thank you that they have been so gracious and, uh, and patient with me in, in listening in such a hot and disgusting room. And uh, I'm really grateful just to see old friends and to meet new ones. And I pray that you would, uh, as we all begin to explore and think about who you are and, and the implications of what you might have for our lives, I pray that you would be kind to us and show us yourself. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.